Hi, welcome back to another episode of Figure It Out with Jess. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm just a girl here figuring it out, and I'm taking y'all along with me. Today, I have a very special guest. She's going to be talking about all your, your inner mean girl. Do you know what your inner mean girl is? Well, have you guys ever had thoughts in your head where you're just like, oh, I'm so ugly, or oh, I could never do that, or they're just so much better than me? Well, guess what? That's your inner mean girl. Melissa, what's up, girl? Hey, thanks for having me on, Jess. I'm so excited. Chat all about the inner mean girl. Yay. Um, so tell us what you do. What what inspires you the most to share the inner mean girl with us? Yes. So I am a mindset and confidence coach, and I specialize in helping women overcome the inner mean girl because I truly, deeply, passionately believe that when we are able to overcome the negative and critical thoughts that we have, we're able to bring our dreams into this reality. And so I'm on a mission to help women overcome their inner mean girl and live a life that they're truly passionate about. Oh, I have chicken skin. I don't know about you guys, but that was so freaking good. So we're just going to kick this right off. Melissa, tell us something that you've recently figured out. Okay. When, when you sent me these questions, I was like, oh, I don't know, but I do know I've recently come to the realization that I can write my own permission slip, like for anything in life. But I've been going the past couple of years in like this kind of like this like down moment where I was like not sure who I am or how I could be confident again. I felt like I lost my mojo during 2020. And the other day, a couple of weeks ago, I woke up and I was like, the fuck? I can just write my own permission slip. I can be that hot, sexy, juicy, like confident babe that I so deeply want to, but I've been waiting for somebody else to tell me that that's okay. And I've always had these so many reasons why, like I live in my small hometown. They won't be able to handle the sauce, but like who says I can say. So I've recently figured out that writing my own permission slip is totally okay. Yeah. I feel like when you start to give yourself permission, it's like magic sauce when you're just like, nobody's telling me yes, no. Like I'm just making my own rules, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like sitting here today. I have like pink red hair and I just bought this shirt that shows half of my under my boobs. And like, I'm just feeling like I don't have to have somebody tell me that that's okay. And it's feeling pretty liberating. So I'm loving it. Yeah. Well, it's really accepting into your own power and just like, I feel like a breath of fresh air because I feel like the more that you step into your true self and your authentic self, like your power, like your femininity, you give permission to everyone around you because they're like, if she can do it, you know, like, so can I. And when you show up, like, I love your social media, by the way, when you show up on social media in that realm, you inspire so many people that need that same kind of mindset. Like, I don't know, just even the same, the fact that like, I recently learned like to write my own permission slips, like someone's going to take something from that, you know? And that's really, really powerful to yourself, not only, but also to all the women that you're inspiring. Yeah, exactly. And I just hope that 
one day all of us can have the confidence to write our own permission slips, even if it's like for small things. I mean, I don't think that this realization hit me just like overnight, even though it feels like that. It's been small little tiny moments that have led to me like buying the boob showing under or under boob showing top and like trying now to live a life where I don't feel like so much in a box. I feel like I've really over the years like tried to live up to these standards that I felt like my parents had for me and my partners had for me. And now I'm like, hold up. I don't know if that's what I want. So let's just like do the things that feel the best. Yeah. Well, it's like doing you and it's like, it's really fun. I love that. I love, and I resonate with that so much because I think that it's truly like a journey, like self-development is truly like about you. And I think that so many people forget that it's actually you changing and you evolving and you changing your thought processes versus an external outcome that you see. And that's totally what you just explained. So anyways, we're going to get started with like, tell us a fun fact, like a spicy fun fact about you, like a little icebreaker. Okay. So I have like a PG fun fact and then I have a PG 13 fun fact because I wasn't really sure how, how I wanted to do this. So I'll give you two. Um, I was on the varsity bowling team in my high school and I did bowling links for 12 years. So I'm pretty dang good. Like maybe not now. Cause I haven't like bowled a lot in the last 10 years, but I'm pretty good at bowling PG 13. Fun fact. I lived in Las Vegas for 15 months right before the pandemic hit. And, um, I got picked up at the liquor store by this guy and he was like smooth talking. So like handsome, very nice. We went on a date, come to find out he's a PIMP. So that was an interesting experience that I had in Las Vegas. Um, never thought that I would go on a date with a pimp, but it was fun. And what, like, what did you learn? Like, what did you learn about that? <laughs> Give us I, the juice because I want yes. to know. I was like, okay, I've never had any man approach me in this like capacity, like so smooth talking, so like interested in me. I don't, it just felt like I was like walking on the moon when I left that liquor store. I was like, yeah, I forgot the liquor. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I was so excited and uh, great date, super nice date. He gave me a proposition at the end and I was like, oh, Okay, this is not exactly what I thought this date was going to be. Um, so it kind of actually, I, I've done a lot of online dating in the past, and I never really ran into anything that that, that was like that, like dangerous. Yeah. So <laughs> it was, just, I mean, mainly it was fun, but like such a good, I like good thing to keep in your brain. I don't know if there's like, there must be pimps all over, but I've never run into them except for in Vegas. So that's so like, keep your eyes out. I'd now any smooth talking man, I'm like, hmm. Yeah. You're like, where does What's your where, profession? Where do these tools come from? That's what you have to like, <laughs> be like, you know, you're like, yeah. yeah. He told me like that his, when we met at that liquor store, he had told me about his job was something like with carpentry super normal I was like oh that's so cool you build stuff (laughs) yeah Yeah. he's building an empire (laughs) I love it I love it yeah it's definitely something I don't even know like an experience right when you have someone just I've had um, experiences like that where I'm just like whoa like 
because I'm very standoffish when it comes to men. Like I'm very like, meh, I'm not giving you the time of day. And for the men that have actually been able to like break me down. And I hate to admit this on a public platform, but if you start talking about dogs, like I'm in the bag, baby, I'm like, (laughs) yes. Like you want to talk about dogs? Now I will talk to you. And it's a very like funny that what will like intrigue you to kind of keep going and like, and how they perceive you and they bounce off of you and the questions that they ask in order to make you feel or be intrigued in a certain way. It's a very, the whole psychology of relationships and things like that. And attraction is just, it's, it's great. It's a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It was quite the experience. (laughs) (laughs) The proposition at the end. Well, I'm going to proposition you back into talking about this inner mean girl. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. This is something that I think a lot of women relate to. How did you, what's your experience with your inner mean girl and how did you start to come to the realization of having an inner mean girl? That's a great question. So I've always struggled with like severe self-criticism, perfectionism, um, negative self-talk. And when I started to dive into the personal development world, like right after high school, I, I started to kind of like look around at my surroundings and be like, I don't really want, I love the people in my life, but I don't necessarily want my future to look like that. What, where could I start to improve? So I dove into self-development and after realizing that like, I am the biggest thing in my own way and it's my mental drama, I decided to like start working on that. And it came, I had a coach that I would always be like, oh, my, my mean girl got to me today. She like, that was always my excuse for not doing the tasks that I need to do or putting in the effort um, throughout our coaching program. And I was like, at the end, I was like, oh, Melissa, you have an inner mean girl. Like you literally have this person living inside of you that give brings you on a silver platter, all of these reasons that you are unworthy or undesirable or have like self-judgment where she brings imposter syndrome. And I started to really like lean into that after a few months of acknowledging that I have an inner mean girl and being able to like slowly pick out when she'd show up, I decided to give her a name. So my inner mean girl's name is Mabel. She's a snarky ass bitch. She's like an old lady. And she, a lot of times she sounds like people that um, have, have created, I mean, parents, teachers, like people of your past that really like say something in a moment and it sticks with you. And a lot of times those are negative. So now that I, once I was able to acknowledge that I have her and give her a name, it really gave me power over it seeing when she shows up and like being able to shift away from her. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, um, the recognition and I think you articulated it very well when you were like, I I have these excuses that come up because I think that the first realization to somebody's transformation and growth is really the acknowledgement of like, okay. Like you were able to pinpoint, like, this is an excuse. Okay. Like, she keeps coming with this, like she's coming at me. And when you're start and you like, you know, you explained that you just like really overcame that and were like able to like give her a name and like able to compartmentalize her. Yes. Yeah. That's so awesome. So really like 
the turning point of being able to like recognize and acknowledge her, how do you bring her in the room with you? That's a great question. So I actually have a six step process to like overcoming your inner mean girls drama. And we just talked about steps one and two. So step one is hold on. Yeah. I was (laughs) like, hold on. Let's get step number one in there. Step one is acknowledging that you have her, that she shows up, that she's a part of your daily life, the day-to-day life, and acknowledging that we all have her. Like you're not special because you have her. But with that being said, that's such a blessing because there's other people who have overcome her drama. I mean, think of like Beyonce and Oprah and, you know, you're like even... You, for example, you're out here doing a podcast, showing up on social media. I'm sure that you've battled your enemy girl to get there. So yeah. step one is acknowledging her. Step two is naming her. Take back that power. Give her a name and it others her from you. So you're able to like pinpoint her. And then step three we kind of touched on is observing. Without holding guilt, shame, or judgment for how she shows up, when she shows up, why she shows up, what she says, just put on your scientific hat and observe when she shows up, what does she say? Why does she say it? What triggers her? And the very key part here in this step is not to hold guilt, shame, or judgment against yourself or against her because it's just part of the process. Like it is what it is. This is how she shows up, but we're making like this step is very important for the future steps. Um, I don't remember what your your question was, but it's I think okay. keep going. this is like the juice and the gin all in one. I'm like, I feel like we need a little Snoopy Snoop Dogg up in here, you know, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> so I think that step four will actually um, answer the question that I don't remember, but it's to tame her. It's to give her boundaries and new ways of showing up and allowing her like the permission to exit the conversation. So now that you've like observed when she shows up, why, what triggers her, you're able to start to create boundaries. You know, when you go talk to your aunt, Bobby Joe, that she's going to bring up this topic and that topic. And you always leave feeling like super down on yourself and you're in this negative thought spiral. We're going to set a boundary. We're going to like find our voice when we talk to Aunt Bobby Joe. We're going to tell our inner mean girl, great point. Thanks for bringing it. You're going to go sit down now. Like we're not going to entertain those thoughts. <laughs> so step five is to strategize. We're going to build into your life habits and systems and routines that are going to help you shut down her drama when, when she shows up with it help you um, see it coming from far away. And like, so then you you have these systems in your life that help you move past it. Like the unfortunate thing about the inner mean girl is she's like literally never going to go away. She's just a part, she's along for the ride, but we're going to, throughout this process, give her a spot to sit. Like, you know, when you train your dog, like place or spot and that's like, they go there when people are coming over so they're not all crazy and wild or when you're eating they, they lay there we're that's kind of what we're doing to her you're you're gonna sit over here and then step six is um something you're gonna do throughout all of these but I, I put it as the last step is practice 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 without guilt shame or judgment know that you're gonna fuck it up <laughs> you're not gonna wake up tomorrow after hearing this podcast and be like 
my intervening girl's tame. She's never showing up. She's never getting the best of me. No, that's not going to happen. Know that you're going to fuck up. Give yourself grace and be patient. Mastering this, mastering your intervening girl, keeping those negative thoughts, taking away their power is a, a lot of effort, but it's so well worth it. Yeah. Well, I also, I just like, I love the six step process. Cause you break it down like boom, boom, boom. I think step three is my favorite when you were saying like no shame judgment or what's the last one guilt guilt. Yeah. Because I think that we hold so much of that and it t- takes as much energy to hold it as it is to let it go. And when you are holding on to like, I'm judging myself of like, I feel this way. And I'm like, Oh, why do I feel this way? And you're just like, it's like that, this like gray cloud over you. And you're just like, ah, and when you're just like, Oh, whatever, like, okay. Like, hi, how's it going? Um, (laughs) you are able to just like quickly articulate and overcome because I think, you know, it, it is, it's something that always comes up, especially in entrepreneurship or um, new relationships or anything that you're trying that's new when you shift in your life, she's always going to be there. She's always going to have something to say. She's always going to have an opinion. She's a little bit outspoken. She's a little bit, she's a little, a little bit loud. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, can you be a little less loud? Um, but, you know, just acknowledging her and really giving her that space. I loved when you were like place, like she has a place. So I love to use the analogy of driving a bus when I talk about like, you know, your, when you talk about your inner people's work, like your inner child, like your inner mean girl. Um, I love to talk about the analogy of driving a bus. So, you know, sometimes my inner mean girl is driving my bus and I'm like, Hey, get out of the driver's seat, get in the back, get in the back, get it. Your turn's over. So it's, um, it's a beautiful thing. And I love the way that you break it down and, um, emphasizing like practice is because it is always going to be there. And it's always a practice to, you know, overcome what you're going through in that stage in your life. So I think that when you get into personal development and things like that, people see an end transformation, especially through coaches, teachers, podcasters, and they don't necessarily see the process. And when you talk about the process and bringing all of your parts in the room, you're giving them the realistic expectation of people that you are inspired by still, still deal with this. They still have an inner mean girl. They still have those limiting beliefs, but they're not being defined by them. They're just going forward anyways, because you just get in the back and let's go. Inner mean girl. Exactly. Exactly. And sometimes I like to think about it like, you know, your grandma has good intentions. Like her delivery may not be great when she's like telling you that your outfit is whack, but you know, she's just, it's not her style. Your inner mean girl is very similar. Like she is trying to keep you safe. She brings up all of this drama into your, into your mind, into your life, especially when you're trying something new, because she wants to keep you safe. What you know right now is the safest place for that, in her opinion, that you can be. And so as you practice, you're, you demonstrate to her, like, look, it is safe. And you're also demonstrating to yourself, like, you're not going to just at the drop of a hat be like, oh yeah, you're right. This is the safest place. I shouldn't ever try to do something new. You start to give yourself that, um, oh my gosh, the examples that you can actually grow and learn and become whatever direction it is that you want to grow into. 
Yeah. Well, I think it goes back to what you were talking about, about writing your own permission slips, right? We forget that people have an expectation of us. And when we're very young, I, I truly believe this happens when we're young and we're like developing, developing in the first couple of years of life, we get this like inner critic, like our feelings get hurt and we want to achieve and we want to do these things. And then we take them into adulthood. And then we listen to like, we like can hear the voices in the back of our head and we're just like, oh my gosh, like they're going to judge us. They're, you know, doing one thing, but it's like, they're not living our life. <laughs> like they're not going to die dissatisfied because when you start to live for other people, you get further and further away from your true intention and the alignment of your life. And it's so important to do the internal work and the self-development to be able to write your own permission slips and to overcome all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So freaking good. I love it. So your coaching business, let's like dive a little bit into that. What kind of coaching offers do you have and that you um, bring to the table? Yeah. So right now I have one-on-one -on -one coaching. It's a 12-week program where we deep dive. I walk you through these steps, hold your hand, help you observe, tame, strategize, and practice overcoming your inner mean girl. I also offer uh, inner mean girl audit. If you're like, Melissa, I know the three top, top three ways she shows up in my life. I just need some help creating those boundaries and uh, brainstorming strategies to overcome. I've got that option too. I also have a masterclass where we dive deep into these six steps. And I also explain why it's so important and what the inner mean girls rob me of throughout life um, and why it's so important to overcome her. And then tad bit in the inner mean girl, but every Tuesday on my Instagram, we have the real talk where I dive deep either interviewing or a solo episode where we cover the ground from what the fuck to holy fuck. And just to give as many examples of like what life can be like, because I know everybody has a different dream and the steps to, to overcoming your own obstacles and creating that, that holy fuck lifestyle. Yeah. And I think I love the aspect of that. I've watched a couple of your holy, like the holy shit to holy fuck. And you guys like the, like I have chicken skin on my body, like right now, because it's so powerful and it's so moving. And I think, you know, to, for someone who thinks that they can't, you guys, like, this is a great thing to show up for because you will be able to relate to these stories. So definitely tune into her Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? It's ITS period. Melissa Jansen, Jansen, like a lady named Jan has a son. Um, and it's my favorite place to hang out. So please come join me over there. I'd love to, to get to know you and to hype up your Instagram page because I love, I love sending those reactions. I love interacting with people's pages. Yeah. So I love, I, I love it. Um, so I want to leave our listeners with a challenge. What challenge are you going to bring to the table for our listeners? I... Since we're we're talking all about the inner mean girl, I'm going to challenge you to observe when she shows up and give her a name. This challenge might take you a week, it might take you a month, but just kind of see when she shows up and, and pick a name for her. Like what name do you feel like encapsulates her mood, her energy? Like 
Mabel is a snarky old bitch. So I, I felt like Mabel was a great like old lady name. Um, but yeah, give her a name. It's going to give you so much power and direction in overcoming your inner mean girl. And I am really curious when you complete this challenge, like send me a DM and let me know what her name is. I'd love to know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Send me too. DM me. <laughs> <laughs> like group message us. I'll go ahead yes. and um, in the caption below, I'll go ahead and tag Melissa's Instagram so you guys can find her. So excited. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. The inner mean girl is absolutely something you guys can overcome. Melissa is an amazing person to reach out to and to know you guys, this girl is a girl's girl and she's got your back. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Y'all have a great week and we will see y'all back here next week at Monday at 8am.